I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Maths Hysteria, a podcast all about Married at First Sight, with me, Omar Abid, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Kelly Ricard. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I got excited then. That's the first time you've announced it with our new name. I know, yeah. That was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. Brief excitement. It's over now. No one cared. No. <laughs> yeah, there were, there were people who've been in touch on Twitter since saying, oh, I couldn't find you. I didn't realise you'd changed your name. Like, uh, a- Amy from the last series got in touch and was like, why have you changed your name? Your last name was better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was exciting. We got to go to the launch party, didn't we? We did. Which we was did. very stressful getting there. Oh God, the delays, the crazy delays. I know, trains are awful. But it was nice though, we got to watch this first episode. We did, which was exciting. And we got to see um, the experts and see them do their thing up on the stage. Yeah, Mel was uh, zooming in from... Uh, Australia at five o'clock in the morning that time. She was fantastic though, still really funny, loads of energy. All three of them actually have got crazy charisma, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially the crowd rubber. You know, it's weird because free drinks, I drank a lot of free Strongbow dark fruits. You were enjoying the dark fruits that night. I mean, I don't fuck it, so we're getting an awful drink, but you know, <laughs> they just had cans of it out. Like. To make it clear, we're not, you know, it sounds like we're doing some kind of product placement here. <laughs> like a really terrible one because you've just said how awful the drink is. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is shit, but if you want to send me some, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, because it, uh, it was exciting to see some of the old cast as well from last year. Yeah. I met Alexis, met Amy in person. 
It was, it was nice. Yeah, you did. You were better at that side of things. I spent a lot of time sitting on the toilet seat because I, I don't know how I feel about standing up on nights out anymore. I can't, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I was really hoping for a nice comfy sofa, nice chilled out chat, me and PCB. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife was there. Didn't see that happening, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we watched that first episode, which was which was very exciting, and I guess we'll we'll get onto that now. Yes. All the all the week one weddings. Yes, let's do it. I suppose though the first place to start is the stag and hen night. When they yes. all they all met each other, there was a lot of a lot of incidents there already. I saw somebody had put on Twitter actually. Maybe what they should do is have a big dinner party where nobody knows who's matched with who, and then they see. Oh my god! I they, love that idea. That'd be absolute carnage. And then you might have chemistry with someone, and you might be thinking, "Oh my god, I hope that's my partner." And but, then the next day you go to your wedding and it's not there more. Yeah, but exactly. That's or... just real disappointment for some people, potentially. But brilliant to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's great for us. But that's <gasps> that's a good... such a good idea. Who said that? Do you know? I can't remember, so thanks. Bit of a shout out to that nameless yeah. person with an excellent idea. Yes, thanks for interacting with us on Twitter. I can't remember who the fuck you are. <laughs> 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 no, I actually think it was someone just on the on the Maths UK hashtag. But yeah, it was a, it was a good idea. But... Definitely some some characters already. I think the first thing that that happened that we took note of was Whitney and Jess talking about sleeping with somebody on the first date. Yes. And Jess saying, if it's going well, why not? She doesn't give a fuck, I think she said. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's fine. If it's going well, why why not? I I do understand having having a rule about it, I guess, so you don't don't commit too early. But also, it's like... (laughs) Can't shouldn't take sex that that seriously, I suppose. Yeah, have you had sex on a first date and then you've continued to see that person? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily for significant amount of time or whatever, but yeah. So you didn't have that, right? The chase is over now. I can tick that box and move on. I don't want to lie to you, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> So I suppose, yeah, that that did happen, yeah. But this is not necessarily... All right, yeah, I'm a bad person. Is <laughs> no, that... no, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think that's what's in some people's mind, mm-hmm. maybe women more, that if I do this on the first night, even though I want to, that might be it. It's horrible, though, because then, then the woman's not going with her natural impulses and she's kind of second-guessing her behaviour. So I think yay for Jess. Like, absolutely, if you want to and it's going well and you feel like you should, then go for it. But I think that is what holds some people back. Yeah, it's, under- it's understandable. I-, I just thought it was it was a funny interaction because that thing when people say, oh, if you want to do it, that's fine, babes. You do you, you oh, do you, which no. actually means... What you're doing is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would you never do you do... while I judge away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't want to sound like a prick, but that is, that's what it's code yeah, for, isn't that it? that is code, absolutely. Yeah. And then the other thing was uh, Thomas and Jenna, mm-hmm. where she was saying that she wouldn't have uh, Father Walker down the aisle uh, because she's an independent bad bitch. Uh, and he didn't, he didn't agree with that because he thought the LGBT community lgbtq community 
has fought for their for their rights and if they want they should have some of those same traditions which he you know found found nice which you know obviously it's a personal choice but what I enjoyed about it was when she said oh and also my dad's died mm-hmm. he, he just wouldn't let let that drop no I know that would be the point where most people would go oh I'll move on from this now because you know she might be grieving or we've opened a can of massive worms but he just kept going I do think it's a bit of a it's a conversation ender though really isn't it because it's how are you meant to continue a discussion there it's a bit of a trump card oh it's an absolute trump card (laughs) like all right you can wave your lgbtq plus rights at me but i've got a dead dad so yes so that's it i don't i don't give a shit but you know it's just a slightly awkward moment but i just thought it was funny that he uh kept going yeah so do we think because she's one of the two same-sex couples uh well, obviously, she's going to be put with, with Zoe then, isn't she? <gasps> My favourite so far. Yeah, I just the... instantly liked Zoe. She's she's only on for about 20 seconds or something, didn't we? But we that's, that's how we are as humans, though, isn't it? Like, I just make up my mind about somebody within the first 20 seconds based on something. Um, I can change my mind. Like, initially, I really liked you. And then... <laughs> but, no, I, I just really like her. She's got a lovely vibe. Very honest, very authentic. Mm-hmm. Just because she said, I knew I'd be the big lesbo reveal at the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> and funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it's interesting you say that about preconceptions because when the photographs came out about this this cast, there were a lot of things on Twitter about people saying, oh, just uh, fame hungry. Mm. You know, they're desperate for their 15 minutes. They don't want proper relationships and everything. And then I guess this is a good segue into the first wedding, Jordan and Shanita. Yeah. I got tweets and fair play to the people who replied saying, you know what, I was totally wrong. To look at them, I thought there'd be something different. And then after about 30 seconds of hearing them speak and interact, I absolutely love them. Oh my God. And Shanita is just, she's one of those people like human sunshine. I think we've all got somebody like that in our friendship group or in our family where they just walk into a room and they light it up. I think she is that person. Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah. I loved the look on her mum's face when she was telling uh, when Shanita was telling her that she was going unmarried at first oh, sight. She looked like she was <laughs> so sceptical and absolutely furious, but then, you know, quickly became really supportive. Yeah, you really like Shanita's mum, don't you? Oh, she's funny. Yeah, yeah. she's funny. Uh, not just funny, it's like she it, her poem at the uh, uh, at the wedding was, was quite moving. Oh, yeah, because we, we were sat there, weren't we, watching... Let's just mention again that we were at the launch watching it. And I went to you... <laughs> Oh God, it's a poem. Because <laughs> they normally don't go down that well on the series, but she was all good. It was decent. Some good rhyming couplets. Yeah, it was. It was nice. I like Jordan's mum as well. Yeah, me too. Her her face. She she was not <laughs> impressed either. No. But she said, "Oh, it's typical typical Jordan." I mean, it's what the fuck else has he been up to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, pre- it's pretty mad. Yeah. No, I think I did have a, a, a flash when I watched the first episode of oh God, is this going to go all guns blazing? They're totally into each other and it kind of burns really fast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because they're both so up for it and they both really like each other. But I don't know now, now that we've seen a little bit further on with the honeymoon. I don't know. I think maybe they could stand the test of time. Well, they clearly had a a really good good honeymoon. She was so giddy, which was quite cute. (laughs) so lovely. She just couldn't stop smiling and laughing. Yeah, she's always going, oh, why am am I like this? But it's nice. It's endearing, isn't it? Did you like his teeth trick? His teeth? Oh, God. (laughs) I thought that was a little too far. 
Did you? Yeah, I thought he played everything quite well. And there is that thing, we've seen it with other couples, where you, you, they don't get sexual early enough. So yeah. then it sort of becomes like friendship. Yeah. So fair enough on that front. But yeah. What do you think he panicked and just thought, I need to do the trick? It's, it's not getting sexual quick enough. Quick, yeah. bend over and undo a bikini with my teeth. Well, the thing I did like was his uh, the the birthstone bracelet. Yes, that was. Did a... you? Well, I, thought... I get a bit nervous about jewelry too early on. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big one for gifts. It sort of reminds me of Victorian times when men would pay a dowry for you. Wow, way to take the fun out of a nice <laughs> a nice gesture. I got. Because Claire, while well, I've been doing some gigs this week. Oh yeah, you said. Yeah, so I couldn't do the live the live tweeting. My, my wife Claire helped helped us out with that. And uh, yesterday, uh, when I was in town after a gig, I bought her a uh, a jar of retro sweets, like oh, drumsticks nice. and refreshers yeah, and lovely. stuff like that. And when I gave her that, you know what she said? She said thank you. She didn't say. This reminds me of a dowry. Like I'm yeah, because it's not because it's sweet because it's something insignificant and sweet and thoughtful. It's not. Here's a piece of jewelry that now you will now have to wear. Ah, nah, I don't like jewelry too early on. Sorry, I'm sticking with it. Oh, that's harsh. I think I thought it was the right, the right level. Did you? Well, luckily we're not together, so you're all right. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed <laughs> off if I bought you some jewelry and you're just like, oh, there's a bit much. It, well, it's good that it's going well. I wonder if, obviously, when did he buy that? Well, this is the thing. Did you buy it in the airport? <laughs> well, I saw on Instagram that actually she lost her case on the way out. So they'd had to go shopping to buy all new stuff. Oh, wow. So I'm wondering if he got bored while she was buying clothes and was over in the jewellery department. And mm. There's only so many times she can go through WH Smiths, isn't there? And just <laughs> look, at, look at the paperbacks. <laughs> Okay, I'm excited to talk about the next couple because I think we might not agree. Uh, Whitney and Duca. Whitney and Duca. This is definitely the biggest response on social media mm-hmm. is Whitney. The many faces of Whitney, the many expressions of Whitney. And what do you think of her? I think I'm going to shock you, actually, because I know you probably think you know what I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> I've been thinking that you're going to hate her. I don't hate her. Hate's a strong, <laughs> strong word. I actually feel some sympathy for her because I think it's very, it's like a protective mechanism that she's got where she's she's digging at Duca, and because he does, he's been he's very polite and he's on the face of it very uh, much more reasonable, and he's a nice guy and everything. I don't have a problem with Duca, but he has admitted that he's not being himself yet. And she's spotted that, and her reaction to that, which I don't agree with, is to prod at him and roll her eyes and, you know, be rude. Like, they've both got the, their walls up, to use a, a classic married at first sight phrase, but his walls are much more, are much nicer and personable than hers. I'm not trying to defend her, but I don't I don't think that's that's her yet. So when we were at the launch event and we were watching the first episode, people were booing at Whitney. And I just see a little girl who's missing her mummy. She's so hurting. And she she even says, doesn't she? She's like, I sabotage things when they get too serious because I'm scared I'm going to lose the person anyway. And I can, I'm not as rude as Whitney. 
Definitely not. Uh, you know, and some of the things she I mean, said, I would hope not. Some of the things she says are, are really brutal. But in the beginning of a relationship, I am that person. Really? Yeah, I will. I Yes, and it is entirely a defence mechanism. Especially if I think somebody's going to hurt me or... Like Nick says in the beginning, I was like an ice queen. But it was because I liked him so much. And it was like, I didn't show him how much I like him. Because then this is doomed and he'll run away. And so, I, yes. But I'm not excusing the rudeness. She needs to dial that down a bit. Well, I was just going to say, don't, don't get me wrong, just because I've shown remarkable insight. Into, yeah, into, very remarkable for yeah, you, Yeah, I knew actually. you thought I'd hate her. And don't get me wrong, I don't like her. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. There he is, people. He's back. Because yeah. it is really fucking rude. Like, she, when she was doing the quotation marks of, I give you my love and all this stuff. It's like she doesn't want to be there. It's like, you put yourself forward for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what it is. It's not like uh, it's, she couldn't have seen the programme as well. She obviously knows what it is. Yeah, but she was expecting a brick house and she got a shed, so... <laughs> like... That's that, so harsh. It's so harsh. He's 6'2". He's, he's stacked up. He's got a beard. He's got thick hair. Like, it's almost word for word what she wanted. Like, what is the what is the issue there yeah, physically? Yeah, but this is the thing that we just spoke about, about how you just make up your mind about somebody based on a vibe like maybe it's just not the vibe for her maybe she walked in and thought ah oh, i don't feel it i don't i think she would have not felt it with anyone though yes and I, even if she had felt it she would still be brutal and rude because she's trying to protect herself i think she needs a big cuddle not from duca because she doesn't like him <laughs> how do you think it's going to go with them do you think early exit yeah i think unless Whatever this thing she keeps referring to, that he's not being himself, he's not being himself, unless he kind of drops that facade that she thinks is there, I, I, yeah, I can't see it going anywhere. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next week or so. Well, we might not see him next week because there'll, there'll still be a few weddings, I think, yeah. and honeymoons, but yeah, it'll be inter- their honeymoon. God, when she was saying, why are you getting all aggy about me calling you colourful? It's like, well, because of your tone and your facial expression. Yeah. I've never heard anyone weaponize the word colourful before. No, and she really did. Yeah. It's not the best honeymoon. And something else that happened with them at that dinner on the honeymoon, which I don't think, from when we were talking before, off air, you must have missed it, I think, that about the wedding ring. Yeah, so full disclosure, I had been out and had a drink, had a couple <laughs> of cocktails, and somehow I missed this. How did I miss that she's lost her wedding ring? Yeah, she said it It must have just slipped off my finger. Like <laughs> She was she was not uh, remorseful about it at all. But the thing is, at the wedding, he had to force it onto her finger. It was quite a symbolic moment. Oh, <laughs> symbolic yeah, she moment. said, didn't she? It doesn't want to go on. Yeah, and, and uh, she said to Duca... Afterwards, oh, you can still wear yours though. This my hand just wants to be free. It doesn't want to be weighed down. Oh, by, no. Like that is, it's just rude. He yeah. was he was saying to her, oh, would you, would you be open to getting another one? Things happen, you know. But would you be open to getting another one? She's oh no, my hand just wants to be free. I don't think so. It's like, come yeah. on. Okay, that was interesting that he's still kind of asking. So okay, question: If it was you with Whitney and she, you'd been met with this rudeness and this self-preservation. Would you still be making an effort for the purposes of the experiment? I think what I would do is say, I don't know if you're just genuinely not interested or you're like just, you're, you're very defensive or whatever, but I'm fucking getting sick of it. 
Yeah. And ironically, I think is that would actually be what she would like. Yes, it is what she's waiting for. Yeah. That's she... what the poking and the prodding's about. Yeah. There's a point where it's being reasonable. Everyone, everyone, it's nice to be nice. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there's a point where you, you have to see what the person's personality is. Other, yeah. other than that, similar thing with one of the other couples, uh, Thomas and Adrian. Yeah. Because I get Thomas's issue with Adrian. Adrian seems like a nice guy. Uh, he's a bit quiet, certainly quieter than Thomas, who is all, admittedly, he's, he's you know, uh, very extravagant and he likes to the attention and all that sort of stuff. He's, he said as much. But it, it must be hard for him just being sat there and Adrian's just being very quiet. Yeah. So, I think I maybe see it from the other side. I love Thomas for his, I've got some masculine traits, I've got some feminine traits, and I'm not going to apologise for that. I, I, I love that. Be unapologetic about your gender identity. But be apologetic for when you're being a bit nasty. He has been a bit nasty, I think. Like little comments like, if we're hot and not, I'm hot, he's not. Like he was... Yeah. I th- and then I have, I've got a lot of friends who are actors, and when they get into monologue mode... Once they're on their pedestal and they're telling a story, you cannot get a word in and you feel insignificant and and heard. And I think Adrian sat there on that lounger. He says, like, I've been squashed. And that is what you feel like. You're like, I I may never get a chance to speak again. So I kind of see it from his point of view. Yeah, definitely. Because he's not got a foothold yet where he can... But he needs to... The way to get a foothold is to say, Thomas... Shut the fuck up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, and I think Thomas would respect that, and yeah. then they can he can start on uh, re- start revealing more of his own personality. Yeah. There was that weird moment where Thomas at the meal was kind of like, "I need some emotion from you," and he was. Like, then Adrian kind of went, "This is an emotion. You're getting an emotion." And I was yeah. like, "This is so odd." Yeah. Um, Ironically, because uh, Adrian had accused Thomas of being performative, but actually that seemed like. That seemed like forced anger. He didn't seem genuinely, yeah. genuinely angry. It's like he's, some people aren't, don't have those strong uh, emotions in them that come out that way. I'm not an angry person. When I get angry, I don't like start shouting and no. throwing tantrums and stuff. I quietly seethe. Yeah. So if I'm in a situation where a volatile anger is called for, it looks forced because it's not naturally yeah. who I am. Yeah. So it's, it's, it was a weird moment, that. It, yeah, it was weird. It was like he'd accused him of being performative and then went on to be performative. But the weird thing is about Adrian. He is a performer, though, isn't he? Oh, is he? he? Yeah, yeah. So in his, in the little oh, VT of what yeah. he's into, which showed him on stage, the piano. So I'm like, oh, is he used to being the one in the limelight, maybe? And then Thomas has come so flamboyant and so he's... shiny and sparkly and <laughs> he's... big. His trunks. I couldn't believe those trunks. Well, there was a moment where I thought, have they come off? Because yeah. they're so flesh-coloured. No, there was a moment where they came off. Oh, oh, <laughs> again, I'd had a drink. But like... <laughs> but they were so fleshy, you couldn't really tell when they were on or off. I mean, it's not the only time you, you were... Well, it's not the, the best moment for when you've been distracted by the flesh. Because no. I saw your Instagram story where you were you were talking about Married at first sight, making a quite strong feminist point, and then you, <laughs> you suddenly got distracted by PJ's abs on the telly. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. 
abs are one of the hardest things to to define so. yeah it's a funny thing with abs because i i am fond of a dad bod i don't mind i quite like a bit of flesh i'm not i'm not drawn to like a really sporty looking physique but then i can appreciate them on an aesthetic level i can appreciate the work that's gone into them i just don't understand that how can you not be attracted to to be more attracted to a dad bod because than a... to me that one's more humanity like it's what <laughs> humans are supposed to look like like we're not born looking like that we don't that to me is oh dear lord that man spends hours in the gym i would never see him no fair enough uh so well i'm glad to see though thomas and adrian made up yeah i mean i don't know how long it's gonna last nah it's on very it's on very shaky ground, I'd say. I mean, it's good that the honeymoon seems to be going well. But especially once they get into meeting each other and dinner parties and things, I think Adrian might struggle with how uh, how Thomas interacts. Uh, well, I, how I assume Thomas is going to interact with people. Yeah, I mean, they got over that first hurdle, which was Adrian's terrifying friend. Um, oh, Christ, yeah. God, I'm glad you remembered that. Just what was that? Yeah. That was too much. It's just a barrage of really intimate questions. How many children? When will you want them? Did it, I was just like, whoa. Yeah. And at first, to uh, to Thomas's credit, he was not directly, fairly subtly saying, look, I want some time to talk to, to Adrian and we'll, you know, discuss it with him and this. She just wasn't wasn't letting up. And uh, Thomas's mum, he was excellent. She is excellent. Call him a fucking knobhead. I know. <laughs> Can you but, imagine if your mum called you a nubhead? But you know what? That shows that that's the kind of interactions he he is used to and appreciates. Yeah. If Adrian called him a fucking nubhead, Thomas would probably be like, they'd have a bit more... Yeah, because that's m- the language he understands. Yeah. Yeah. A bit more natural natural chat, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that Katie was, Katie was a bit much. Like, I've seen a few people on Twitter saying, oh, is this... Uh, one of these cases where she's in love with a gay best friend. I wondered friend. that. I wondered that. Really? Yeah. You have been in love with a gay best friend? I haven't, which is weird coming from a musical theatre background. Oh, right. I've loved them as and in terms of friendship. Some of my best friends have been gay men, but <laughs> I've never fallen in love with one. My best mates are uh, homosexual. Would and... you want a badge? <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> i am a gay ally yeah uh, not really I, I mean he's my best mate but i think he's absolute prick <laughs> <laughs> no but you know it's uh you know i love i love him but not in a not in a sexual sense no I mean, that's su- good I've, seeing as you've just got married <laughs> yeah i know i mean i've sucked him off and everything but that's <laughs> <laughs> standard Right, here we go. This was the favourite for me this week. I cannot wait for this. Oh, who? April and George. Right, right. Why was that your favourite? Hang on, hang on. Before we get there, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, what were your first impressions of them? My first impression of George was, uh, he reminds me of some of the lads I was at uni with. Right. Kind of plays rugby. Yeah. Little bit of a lovable buffoon. Would probably think I was a terrible gypsy peasant for having a regional accent. <laughs> but no, like a likeable guy. was. Yeah, my... he's a nice guy. I, I know guys like George because I've been uh, uh, at a rugby club myself. 
I didn't play rugby because I'm a terrible physical coward, but, <laughs> but I've got a lot of mates who did, so I would go down there, and I've met I've met a lot of Georges. He's a, he's a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, after I'd had a drink the other night, I was looking back over my notes, and I'd written, and this was fueled by alcohol, and I regret it now, but I'd written George equals needy arm stroker. <laughs> right. I just, but I've changed my mind. That was just my, you know, instinct. I, I, I don't know. That sounds like a reasonable <laughs> assessment. Angela. He would definitely stroke your arm, which some women love. Oh, he would stroke your arm. I thought Not you, yours. I thought you. <laughs> I thought you meant you would have to stroke his arm and like settle him, and because he's emotional. Oh, okay, yeah. He seems a bit emotional. Uh, there would be mutual arm stroking expected. <laughs> um, but I mean, some women love that. They like a vulnerable man. But Kelly Edgar, our friend, who's also a comedian, had put on Instagram, he's like a big man baby. Right. Which, shout out to Kelly. I think I get what she means, but I also think he's thoroughly nice. Yeah, he seems like a like a lovely, lovely fella. How would you feel when you're 32 and you don't want kids and you meet a guy and he's got four kids, from ranging from 10 to 20, I think Yeah, is. I'm going to be brutally honest here. I would run screaming for the hills. Really? I, yeah. Because I have children and I know what having children entails and what it means. And it, that cliche of it's the best thing you'll ever do, but it's the hardest thing you'll ever do. It could not be truer. It's it, I love my children with all of my heart, but four of other people's children, no, you're all right. You can keep them. Yeah. It, but also, well, I agree. I've, I've When I was dating, I don't think I would have been keen on someone with kids. But the reality is... The older you get, you're getting into your 30s or whatever, people often have kids. You sort of have to, you know, you, you're picking from a much smaller pool if it's people who don't have yeah. kids. I think I would logistically want to know, selfishly, but yeah, how often am I going to be seeing these children? <laughs> yeah. How much time are we going to be spending with them? Do they live with you? Like All of that kind of thing, which... It's not nice to hear, especially from a woman, is it? We want women to be really super maternal and be uh, fantastic. You've got four children. What are their names? Brilliant. Yeah, but I do, I do know what you mean, and it's reasonable to want to know the answers to those questions. But it's sort of jumping the gun to ask them because they're di- married. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But just no, you know, it is. How, how how do you know you, you're even want to go on a on a fourth date with this person let yeah. alone get to the point of meeting these kids yeah. and things i think that's something it's understandable to be concerned about but i think you should get to know the the other person as an individual first before you then start worrying about the the kids yeah what do you think of april i don't know uh well i've definitely my my opinion has been skewed slightly by what's happened on the on the honeymoon actually oh, yes. but up until that point, I was like, "Ah, oh, they seem nice. They seem a good match. The kids thing is a big issue, but uh, she seems nice, you know. You didn't have alarm bells because she's insanely hot. <laughs> I always think when there's a slight mismatch. Is term... there a mismatch? He does modelling. Yeah, he's a good looking bloke. She's insanely hot, though. Insane. Yes, she is. She's she's hot. You couldn't concentrate if she was in the room right now. Of course, I, I can't concentrate anyway. But something to do. <laughs> I can concentrate while you're in the room. I know you're fine with me. <laughs> I meant that as a compliment, but actually, I realised I didn't. No, no, it was a huge insult, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> I can do do absolutely anything while you. It's like you're not even here. <laughs> uh, no, look, she's hot. It's fine, uh, but <laughs> yeah, um, no, I'm not. 
I didn't take that as an alarm alarm bells. All right. What? How would the bells ring in with the hot tub incident then? Well, it was weird because <laughs> I get it. Like she's saying, oh, I thought any man would be, be happy to see two girls kissing in a hot tub. And I was like, yes, they would. But there's a time and a place. No, and it's not on your honeymoon, <laughs> you know, yeah. like when you've not discussed it beforehand. And, you know, I'm not surprised he was he was taken aback. And he was at the bar. <laughs> he was just off going getting a. I a wish that bit He's just at the bar, just like oh, two rum and cokes, please, and one for the the other girl. That's, and then they turned around, and she, they're just they're just necking on, as they say in Newcastle. I don't think though. I don't think April can be blamed for this, right? But hear me out, because British people cannot cope with a hot tub. They go absolutely <laughs> do lally. No, they're so repressed. We are so repressed that you put us essentially in a bubble bath outside with some good looking strangers. Shit's going to go down. It's just what happens when there's a hot tub involved. <laughs> like, it's not her fault. But, right, don't you think it's interesting? And somebody said this on Twitter. I think it was one of our followers, Jen, I think. Sorry if it wasn't you, Jen. And sorry to the person it was if it wasn't you. <laughs> but I think it was Jen, because I said I'd ask you, like, isn't it weird, right, that if it's two women, it's like, oh, it's all a bit of fun, you know, yeah. don't, it doesn't matter. But if it, if it was her kissing another man, or him kissing another man or whatever, basically two women kissing is like just seen as a much lower consequence thing. Well, because historically, you know, men have been responsible for all the writing and all of the media and, and everything we're kind of bombarded with. And in that, there's that sort of suggestion that women can't be sexual without men. Like, if there's no willy involved, it's not sex. It's just two girls frolicking. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not sexual because there's not a man there. Of course it's sexual. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, but, but it's exactly what you said. We, we're meant to treat it as, well, it's a bit of a laugh because it's two girls. They yeah. don't. <laughs> there is an argument that, okay, if she's not attracted to women, then, then it's not sexual from her point of view. Yeah. Uh, which I get. But like you say, if it, was, if it was two men kissing or a man and a woman, it would be high, high stakes. Right. You put on your personal Instagram. Yeah. The no, other on day- our Instagram. No, no. I don't oh. think so. Okay. It doesn't really matter. Okay. <laughs> Let's not fall out over it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were doing a gig in uh, The Fringe. Oh, yes. This was on my personal one. Yeah. And you'd put that the last time you were up there... Was it in a play or something, or was it outside of the play that you ended up kissing? Kissing? Oh, it was in. A, I've kissed girls in plays, but this was in. A, I went up to do a musical. Uh-huh. Got five stars. Just saying. And <laughs> um, I was in my early twenties, and as part of the drinking game, I have never, or never have I ever, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came about that I'd, I'd never kissed a girl. So as a dare, I kissed a girl, and it, it was quite disappointing because I'd always thought. I bet it's lovely to be with a woman. I bet it's really nice. As I said in the post, lovely smooth skin, bit of emotional awareness. God, imagine if it was April. uh, It's not my type. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't like the really hot ones. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I was just disappointed to find that I'm not that way inclined because I think it'd be quite exciting. So, on paper, you'd like to be a lesbian, but... Yeah, I think it'd be lovely. I think I've always thought it must be really nice to have a wife. I'd get so much done. Um, but yeah, I like men in that way, unfortunately. Oh, 
Shame. Shame. But what do you think of their reaction afterwards? Like, she came into his room the next morning saying, oh, why did you storm off? And we're saying that he was being oversensitive and all this sort of stuff. It's like, he's a 40-year-old man on his honeymoon with four kids. It's like, it's not, you know, you're not an Ibiza. Would it be okay in Ibiza? I mean, to be honest, somebody had put that they were at a sandals resort in Jamaica, which is apparently a big swingers kind of thing. So maybe, it is. Maybe they were in exactly the right place for that kind of activity. I don't know. I know. He, I just, I could not stop thinking about what it must have been like for George because one minute, the steel band's playing, he's grinding behind her. Can, by, the, by the way, congrats oh. to George on his dancing. I think he's a wonderful dancer. Oh, his hips. <laughs> yeah. Snake hips. He goes to the bar. I, I know we've said this, but I just can't stop thinking about it. And then he comes back. Right, so let's do this. You're on honeymoon with Claire. Yeah. You've gone to get the drinks. Yeah. You come back to the hot tub and she's she's getting off with a woman. Uh-huh. What's your first instinct? I, I would I think I've had a stroke. Like <laughs> I mean, I don't mean sexually. <laughs> but, you know, depends how hot the other girl is. Um It'd be it'd just, I'd be so taken aback. Like, I, I wouldn't even, I don't even think I'd be, like, sexually aroused by it because I'd just be so, so stunned. I think I would feel very confused. That I think that would be my overriding yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Just, what, just, how long was he at the bar is my other question. Well, it depends what he's getting. If they're doing a pina colada, that might take a while. Yeah. <laughs> So, because I was doing these gigs on Wednesday and Thursday night, uh, especially on Thursday night, it took me a while before I, I could catch up. So, I'm not as fam- familiar with these these weddings. Who, who were the first ones? So, there's Lara and Richie. Oh, right. They're, the Britpop guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the dance set. Yeah. So, I always think the stakes are higher to do this sort of program when you're older. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, and people are less forgiving when you're older, in many ways. And Lara came on, and again, I had an instant, I like you, we'd be friends. Um, and is, I thought, it, is it because she works in Five Guys? That's exactly why, because <laughs> I want the discount. But no, I just really like her, and I thought, I think you've been through a lot, I think, not just because of her age, I just got the sense, because she'd been in the same industry as me, that, yeah, that you've been through a lot, you've lived a lot of life, and there's so much bravery to put yourself through this. Um and then on the other side of the scale, we've got Richie, who I'm, I know he's been in a band, right? But I don't think he's had a serious relationship. Yeah, that's right. And I, uh, my, I just thought she's going to be gutted. She did raise it at the wedding, yeah, saying that it was it was a bit of a red flag that he's is he fifty one something. Yeah, he's in the over twenty eight category on X Factor. So. <laughs> he's Louis <laughs> Walsh is managing him. He's, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think he lives with his mum and dad. Yeah. And he, yeah, not had a serious relationship. Did you see that? I mean, I call him the Britpop guy just because of his just because of his haircut. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, did you see the poster of his band Dare? No, I didn't. What's it like? They're like um, it was a poster from 1991, so they all had long hair, leather jackets. They weren't sort of hair metal. No. But they looked quite quite rocky. Quite rocky. They sort of looked like uh, you know extreme. More than words. Oh, nice. Okay. Sort of Do a, a nice rock tenor ballad. I like it. Yeah, that yeah. kind of that kind of that kind of thing. 
I mean, it helped. The music helped him relate to her her son. Yeah. He he seemed awkward and. Uh, yeah, I I wondered if he was kind of not typically. I don't know if he was a bit neurodiverse because he was very socially awkward, wasn't he? But then he was fine once. Yeah, he he was he was, and I do get what he was saying that he was like, oh, I don't want I don't want him to be like stepdaddy and hey buddy you know i get that yeah yeah it would be it would be weird having to interact with you know your your mum's new partner in in this process so i do get it it's awkward it's just awkward all around doesn't it it? is it did bring up another one of those things though where i go oh maybe i'm not like other women because she was so excited that he had hair (laughs) it's that thing again height and hair seem to be the two biggest things for women when choosing a life partner Two yeah. things that I couldn't give a flying anything about. Like <laughs> height, I, height is definitely a big one. I know. I yeah. know about hair. Hair is, I suppose, as well. Uh, but height, I think, is the bigger one. Yeah. It's a big. It's a thing on dating apps that, you know, they'll they'll ask like women. Women will say in the profile that they want someone over a certain certain height. Yeah. And then men will get annoyed and say, "Well, I only want women over under a certain weight." Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? Well. Is it? Because you could do something about your weight. You can't do anything about your height. Yeah. I, I, it's just a weird... Maybe because I'm so short. I'm Because I'm five foot... Maybe if I was a really tall woman, I would feel differently about this, but I don't understand the obsession with height. Uh, no, I am I am glad that I'm above average height. Six, one. So. Good. You need something going for you, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the last couple to talk about is PJ and Jess. Yes. Yeah, I came in back from my gig and it was at the point where he mentioned Harry Potter in his in his mm-hmm. bows and she was very, very pleased with that. Yeah, they're both huge Harry Potter fans, aren't they? Yeah, which is, you know, to get a tattoo of Daniel Radcliffe is a bit... I it's mean, commitment. It's commitment. It's excessive. Those films aren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's read the books. The books are decent. She might have read... The books are decent. I think J.K. Rowling has some has some problems, mm-hmm. <laughs> not not just her potential potentially exclusionary views. But anyway, Jess, I think, is more a fan of the films because she said she was going to sit him down and they were going to have a have a film marathon if he wasn't Harry Potter fan. Yeah. But luckily for her, he is. Which is, you know, he must just finish his night of stripping and come home, whack on Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. <laughs> I, like this idea right because the experts are normally it's pretty in-depth isn't it they mm-hmm. kind of will go oh well this person's grieving this they'll have that in common because of that childhood trauma with these two they've gone yay they both like harry potter <laughs> they'll be great together um but actually i think it works because at the ceremony at least they there's a spark and they really seem into each other until the stripper bomb gets dropped yeah there was a big there was a big overreaction to that, I think. From? From from her and her mum. Do you think from her as well? Well, she was so upset. It's like, is it that is it that bad, being a stripper? It, it, well, like I've said to you before, I it would be him being away on tour that would bother me more. Because it's like, well, what, we've got a different idea of what marriage is going to be. Because I, like, I think Jess was probably anticipating nights on the sofa, watching Harry Potter. But he's going to be off tour in different venues. <laughs> Yeah, but also it's a it's a, presumably a job where it's 
he's got a finite amount of time. You know, yeah. you can't keep in sh- shape. Like, no, eventually the saggy balls are going <laughs> to take hold and no one's going to want to see that on the stage. Claire put a poll on Twitter about would you want to date... Would you date a stripper? Would you date a stripper? Would I? Yeah. No. Just because of the touring thing. Yeah, and also, I so Nick and I used to have a band together and when he would be playing a guitar solo and women would be fawning all over him... It, that that would be hard to take being at home imagining that going on do you know what i mean it would yeah. be it would be that more than the i don't have an issue with him taking his clothes off on stage i don't it wouldn't it wouldn't be that it would it would be the female reaction and the attention and the what's going on when i'm not there yeah i was quite surprised 59% said they would date a stripper which i thought it would be the vast majority the other way. Would you date a stripper? When you say date, what do you mean by date? What do you mean, what do, do I mean by date? Do, do mean... Would you take them out for meals and then go home and have sex with them and call them your girlfriend? Uh... Is that not what dating is? Admittedly, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was just, I suppose I was just thinking back to our earlier discussion about having sex on the first date. So you say you would have sex with a stripper. I know you'd have sex with a stripper. Would you is repeatedly that... have sex with only her? Breaking news. Omar would have sex with a stripper. I think I would, you know. But yeah, being honest, I don't know how long it'd last. Because I'd like to think I'd be able to take it in stride, but yeah, I don't know. But you know what I wouldn't do though is like, like Jess's mum did when she was going. She was proper going off on him and like saying, "When I went to see D Boys, Dream Boys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all oiled up and like writhing up against other women." It's like, oh, so you bought a ticket and you you went there. That's that's all right. It was hugely hypocritical. Yeah, when you actually meet one of these people and have to talk. To yeah. him, you're like, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do in five years to, to be able to look after my daughter? Yeah. And she really was anti-baby oil, wasn't she? She was like, I've seen what you do. They rub oil on you. And okay. he was going, no, it's all changed. It's all changed. It's all... Oh, is it probably... Oh, since COVID, maybe. Or maybe they... Uh, Touching strangers is not so... Uh... Maybe they, they make sure they use one that's not got that palm oil in. <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad that Jess sort of came around and they ended up you know, having a nice, nice reception. I and really everything. like them both. And I think he handled himself so well. He seems his... like a very nice guy. I, I, lovely. I think they both seem like a really nice couple and I, I hope it works. Okay, well, that was an enjoyable first week. It was great. Yeah, lots of drama, lots more to come. Yes, loads more to come. I've been particularly enjoying uh, the interaction on Twitter yes. and Instagram. That's been great. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, it's been really good. That's what really makes it enjoyable for us is people putting their opinions. And uh, it's good. I think it's all generally respectful. So we go back and forth and change our minds and things. And uh, It's been good. I've been enjoying it. Yeah, and if anybody's got anything that they'd like us to discuss on next week's episode, any questions to put to us, please get in touch. We would love that. I'm I'm mainly over on Instagram and Twitter's uh, uh, Twitter and Omar's on the front line on Twitter. Yeah, at Maths Hysteria on both. And especially if you've listened to the end of this, we'll, we'll definitely try and make sure we uh, discuss any topics you bring up because you've been a real superhero getting this far. <laughs> you've put a stint in today. <laughs> yeah. So, for Maths Hysteria, I'm Omar Abid. I'm Kelly Rickard. Respect the forum.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.